Welcome to Daily Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Each day we walk through the vital principles of the abundant life. Our Lord can do above and beyond all we ask or think. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. I need a fresh anointing. When I read the 92nd Psalm and I read David say, I've been anointed with fresh oil, I'm envious. I want to be anointed with a fresh anointing. Change is coming, I believe. Your change is coming. It's not coming through a state or national capital. It's not coming through an employer, the bank, or the stock market. It's not by might. It's not by power. His word says it's by my spirit. God's spirit is bringing change into your life. I don't believe it's going to be incremental, although I don't discount that. But I'm sensing it's not incremental, but monumental, not momentary, but eternal, not exclusionary, but inclusionary, not meagerly, but abundantly. That God's Spirit is at work, on the move, is bringing a brand new day. And a new day is going to dawn in your life with deliverance. Provision is going to be found in that new day. Old chains will fall off. Yesterday's problems blow away like faded, crackled leaves, debilitating attitudes, crushing oppression, chronic pain and sickness, fatiguing doubts, paralyzing fears. They all begin to fall off. Everything cowers and steps back because a new day is marching toward you. Don't whisper. Don't get tempted to start coping rather than hoping. Don't whisper and say it will always be this way. Don't say that I must learn to settle for second best. Lift up your eyes. Lift up your heart. A new day is coming. A fresh anointing is coming. I don't want to wait for a more convenient season. I don't want to push back into a forever of tomorrow's what God is longing to do today. I I believe the waters are being troubled right now, that the wind is marching through the tops of the mulberry trees, that God is on the move, that angelic chariots of fire, whether we can see them or not, are encircling the mountaintops around us. My change is coming. A new day is dawning. Gone are the shadow of regrets. Gone is the darkness of fault-finding and unforgiveness. Heaven is reaching for me. Heaven is calling my name. Anoint me with fresh oil. I just want to tell you, there is a fresh anointing right now available to each and every one of us, a fresh anointing that ushers in a brand new day with endless possibilities before us. All of this week here on Daily Devotion, we're talking about the working of the Spirit. This may not be clinical. This may not be research. This may not be practical so much. This is the Spirit of God that changes worlds and unlocks doors and brings down mountains into the sea and that levels the valleys. This is the power of God on display anoint me with fresh oil, because I know it's that fresh anointing that breaks every yoke of bondage, that I step into a place of freedom, 
that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, that God can usher in a freedom into our life. Let's talk about this today, the fresh anointing. When David said, anoint me, Lord, with fresh oil, I need that fresh anointing. Let's talk about the practice of anointing. From days of old, olive oil has been used for anointing. Prophets, priests, kings have all bowed their heads before men of God and been anointed. Olive oil poured down their heads over their faces. We learn quickly in Scripture that this symbolizes the work of the Holy Spirit. We read that when David was first anointed by Samuel, that the Spirit of the Lord came upon him from that point forward. In other words, that as the anointing oil flowed, the Spirit of God moved with that. What David did in a valley facing a giant with his hands to play the harp and as king were directly associated with that anointing. God's Spirit was with him. Do you remember what John said in his first epistle? You have an unction from the Holy One, and you know all things. That's an unusual word, an unction. Some scriptural translations are an anointing. You have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. At the outset, please remember a few hard and fast rules about this subject we're exploring. Nothing and no one in God's service is ever permitted to remain without an anointing, without a moving of the Spirit on them. All who come before His presence and render service for His kingdom should be anointed of the Spirit. To try to do something for Him without an anointing is to reach for Saul's armor rather than what God has given you. To try to do something for God and the work of God without an anointing of the Spirit, without a flow of the Spirit in your life, is to become bitter and brittle, because it's only through the anointing of His Spirit that we're able to render pleasing service to Him. You have an unction. You have an anointing, John said, of the Holy One. It's the anointing of His Spirit that breaks the chains that hold people captive. Each of us involved in the kingdom of heaven should have that anointing. Lord, anoint me. Anoint me with fresh oil, the anointing, the unction, John said. Do you know the word Christ comes from the Greek word chrism, meaning anointing? Antichrist then would be a false anointing or an anointing that is opposed to the original. John, in the context of that first epistle, is warning that in the last days there will arise a false Christ, a false anointing but that true believers should not and will not be deceived because they have the genuine anointing, the unction of the Spirit. It's through the anointing true believers will be able to perceive and understand what's needed for the times in which we live. As God gave the priests in the Old Testament the Spirit-inspired ability to differentiate between the clean and the unclean, God will anoint his followers today with the discerning spirit of revelation. When the Spirit of God fell in the Old Testament tabernacle in the wilderness, it drove Moses out of the house. When the Spirit of God fell in the Old Testament temple of Solomon, it drove the priest out of the house. 
But there is a superior anointing of the New Testament. It filled the house where they sat, and the Holy Spirit did not flow over them. It saturated them. It filled them. It did not push them from the house. Rather, it filled their own houses, the temple of the Holy Ghost. John is saying this presence within you, this anointing, this unction will do what Jesus said he would do once his spirit entered our lives. It would lead us and guide us into all truth. But settle on that word for a moment, unction, our anointing. You may remember the worth of the apothecary in the Old Testament. The apothecary fashioned the fragrant incense burned in the golden altar. He also created the anointing oil, which was indicative of the presence of God. He had to collect, create, and compound the oil. And when it was finished, he had to anoint and sanctify the one who walked in the illumination and power of the Spirit. You may recall, you may recall the concoction for that anointing. It required the purest of olive oils, about one and a half gallons were added. It required 500 shekels, about 16 pounds of myrrh. It required about eight pounds of sweet cinnamon, eight pounds of calamus, 16 pounds of Cassia. All of these spices were crushed very, very fine. So you can do the math. About 48 pounds of solid spices and only one and a half gallons of oil. You can mix that any way you like, and it's not going to flow. But the apothecary's art was one of combustion. He put the concoction to the flame. And the hotter the mixture became, the more the spices melted and blended with the oil. In the Old Testament, the word for anointing means to pour. Joe said that God would pour out his spirit upon all flesh. In the New Testament, the word for anointing means to rub. 2 Corinthians 1 says that God has anointed us and sealed us, given us the spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. God's spirit is no longer on us like the anointing oil was poured on the flesh. He now works in us. No longer this unpredictable wind, but a fire that burns within. This abiding anointing, this ever-living, never-drying fountain of the Spirit within. John said, you have that anointing. You have that unction. That abiding anointing should be flowing at all times. But it should flow freely when a new day dawns. Let me just mention a couple of things here before I close. A fresh anointing is needed. Anoint me with fresh oil. The old gets old. Yesterday's experience is yesterday. I need something fresh. When Samuel bought David from the sheepfold and anointed him in Judah, it was the anointing of identification and calling. Years later, the tribe of Judah anointed David to be their king. This was the anointing of separation and service. But a third anointing would come when David was 30 years of age, and with that anointing, he pulled down the strongholds. David had three anointings. The son of David had at least three anointings as well. In fact, the word Christ means anointed one, anointed in the Jordan River when the Spirit descended as a dove. At Simon the Pharisee's house, a sinner 
woman anointed him. Six days before his death in Bethany, Mary anointed him. David was anointed three times. The son of David anointed three times. The early church was anointed at least three times. Once when Jesus breathed on him and said, receive the spirit. Second, the reality of the first in Acts 2, when the spirit descended on them. And third, in Acts 4, when the spirit came on them again and they We're given great, great boldness. I only say this to show you that others before you have experienced a fresh anointing. How can we claim to be any different? Is our day so much better that we don't need more of God's abiding presence? There is a fresh anointing for this day. And we need it so very much because left to ourselves, we get bitter, we get judgmental, we get opinionated, we find faults in others. And the oil stops flowing. The oil dries up. And our prayers get fewer and more repetitious. And our worship gets mechanical and self-satisfied. We need a fresh anointing. Your new day is coming. You may have wakened today and thought, same old day, same situation, same hurt, same misery. But something drew you to this devotion today, saying, my change is coming. A new day is about to dawn. The years of leanness are giving way to years of plenty. Something is turning around. The windows of heaven are opening in my soul. There is a burden-breaking, yoke-destroying anointing coming your way and resting on your shoulders. All you and I have to do today is to bind together and believe and say a fresh anointing, Lord. Send it my way. Anoint me with fresh oil. Thank you for sharing in daily devotion with Ken Gurley. We pray this ministry has been a source of encouragement and strength to you. Please be mindful that your financial support enables us to meet with you each day. To give a donation or connect with us, visit our website at kengurley.com. There you will also find the latest books, podcasts, and resources. Blessed 90 Days to Change Your World is Pastor Gurley's latest book. You can get your copy of this life-changing book at kengurley.com. May God's favor rest on you in every way until we meet again.